the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. I need some get back. Pay back. Pay back. That's it. Pay back. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. Uh, guys, it's such an honor and privilege to be sitting in for the great Dennis Prager, the wisest conservative on nationally syndicated radio. Uh, the number to call in to the program is 1-8-Prager-776. Again, that number is 1-8-Prager-776. I've got Sean McConnell in my ear. I want to thank Alan Estrin, his producer, for inviting me back. I want to thank the Prager, Sue, and Dennis. Thank you so much for trusting me behind your microphone. I know this is a uh, ministry to you guys, and I really uh, I really take it to heart. I, I, I do not take it lightly. When you're uh, sitting behind the microphone of uh, some of these great guests, in particular Dennis Prager, uh, you don't want to screw up, and you don't want to sully his name, uh, and uh, and I definitely intend not to do that. Uh, Gabe Cassiano has got my back right here at uh, AM 950. On AM 950, the answer, 94.9 FM, the answer. In Orlando, who do we have on the phones, Mr. Sean McConnell? Leslie is on the phones. Did I say Sean McConnell is in my ear? That should go without saying, but Sean McConnell, okay, is in my ear. All right, let me let me let me talk about uh, let me talk about this. Obviously, we all know what the big story is, um, but I want to throw a word out to you, and I I, I I want to I want you to understand what the left really uh, wants to do. Here's a word: squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> you guys know what that means, guys. I'm gonna. I'm going to redirect Republican outrage, if you will. I'm going to talk to you about several things. Obviously, the big story is President, the former President uh, Trump has been indicted. I'm going to talk about that. I'm I, I'm going to talk about uh, Dennis Prager, a Prager U video that I all want you guys to see, and I'm going to break it down. Uh, the antidote to communism, the antidote to communism is is Judeo Christian values. That is the antidote, or are Judeo Christian values. That is the antidote to communism. So I do want to talk about that. I'm going to take you down uh, the uh, uh, trip down memory lane, if you will. We're going to talk about some Obama scandals and some of the scandals that have not been prosecuted. I think here's where I want to start. I've given you the number to call into the show, and let me give you that number again. Again, that number is 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I am Carl Jackson. You can check me out on all things social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, True Social Getter. I'm at at The Carl Jackson Show. Check out my podcast wherever you go to get your podcast, The Carl Jackson Show. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Rumble channel. By the way, Kyle Serafin, uh, the uh, 
former FBI agent turned whistleblower, will be joining us and now uh, just doing amazing work online and offline. Uh, he'll be joining us at in, in about 20 minutes or so. Stay tuned for that. Let me start here. Impeach Merrick Garland. At the very least, Republicans, that's what you owe us. I'm going to give you a, another number that I want you to uh, that I want you to put into your phones that I want you to save. That number is 202-224-3121. 202-224-3121. And if you love America, I want you to start lighting up these switchboards. I want you to call Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and I want you to tell him that it is time to impeach Merrick Garland. Guys, the left wants us to focus on former President President Donald Trump, and we should focus on what the left is attempting to do to him and to the country and to you, frankly. It's very important. Many have said on my team, if you will, my conservative homies of all facets right here on Salem Radio that we've crossed the Rubicon this time. That's what you're going to hear over and over again, and they're absolutely right. But I argue that we started crossing that Rubicon a long time ago, and this was inevitable. What we're going through right now is absolutely inevitable. But I want to start here. I want to start with impeaching Merrick Garland. Republican Party, Speaker McCarthy, you owe us this. At the very least, you owe us this. I believe that our politicians work for us. I believe that without the rule of law, we have absolute chaos. We cannot have a civilized society if we do not have law and order. I'm not going to. I'm not going to attempt to minimize some of the stuff that former President Trump may have done, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like he created a sin or he did some type of sin where it's completely woe is me. This stuff should never, he should never, ever be threatened with jail. They were working stuff out. He and the National Archives place or what have you, it should have remained that way. I know these charges are serious. Our former president should never be threatened with jail, even if we don't like them, even if we don't like what they did, because we are not a banana republic, nor should we go that way. And a good way for the Republicans to get in and and stop this nonsense, if they were serious about it, is I don't want to see your face on Fox News. I really don't care about that. I don't care if you make interviews or schedule interviews, even with the Salem News Channel, which I think you should. But even if you don't, that's not my concern. That's not my concern, Speaker McCarthy. I want you guys to do your job. I want you guys to get this country back in order. And I want you guys to impeach Merrick Garland. I'm talking about the same Merrick Garland that okayed the raid of a president's former president's home. I'm talking about the attorney general in Merrick Garland. What else has this guy done? He who has called half of the country white supremacists without any evidence whatsoever, just so the other half of the country will hate people based upon their skin color and so that they could use that as a preface to call Trumpsters, if you will, domestic terrorists, so they can they can arrest them willy nilly. The Republican Party owes this to us at the very least i'm not against impeaching biden but at the very least we should demand and we 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 should call them now and say impeach merrick garland this guy cannot stand he should not stand in this office i don't know if he's 
if he's just vengeful because he didn't get the Supreme Court, it doesn't matter, frankly. This guy should not be in office. Speaker McCarthy, he should not be allowed to terrorize Americans. I've had enough of the word games. I've had enough of the weakness. I'm tired of this nonsense. You guys have an obligation. And quite frankly, even with a small majority, I think you have the power or you can. You can. I think you can force the vote. I think you can get people to understand how detrimental it is to have this guy in office. And I think you need to impeach this guy at the very least. Eddie Scari of the Federalist wrote an exceptional column over the weekend. So did Joy Pullman, where she mentioned this. She went as far as to say, let's impeach Biden. And I don't I don't disagree with that at all. But I say at the very least, let's impeach this guy. Just because you're white, you're a white supremacist and you're a domestic terrorist, which is cold for you voted for Trump, which is cold for you don't believe in the same things that the left believes in. And we should have this guy in or, in office. This is a guy that allowed our Supreme Court justices to be absolutely terrorized. Justice Kavanaugh had to worry about being assassinated. And this guy does nothing to protect our Supreme Court justices. This is the same guy who went after pro-life activist Mark Houck and other pro-life activists, particularly in the Catholic community. And we do nothing about it yet. These real domestic terrorists go around that are on the left, by the way. They go around and they go to pro-life centers and they terrorize pro-life centers. They terrorize pro-life activists. They, 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 they vandalize some of these buildings and he does nothing about it. BLM activists can go around in the summer of 2020, the summer of love, so-called, and Antifa mobsters can go around like a gang of thugs destroying people's property, destroying commercial property, destroying lives, beating people up, literally murdering people. And the Republican Party has the audacity to allow this man to stay in office. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, and I'm going to get further into this because we have Kyle Serafin coming up soon. But we're going to we're going to get further, further into this. Listen, Republican Party, you want to know why Donald Trump has been indicted twice now and probably is going to be indicted a third time. And if you listen to Jonathan Turley, he's a Democrat, but I respect his opinion. This is the big dog right here. This is one that can literally this indictment, 37 counts, 37 felony counts, by the way, could land Trump in prison, could land Trump in jail. This should never happen in the United States of America. It should absolutely never happen. This is sick. This is insane. Sane, and it's time for the Republicans to stop this madness. You guys have the power to do so. It is time to exercise your power. It is time to save this country. The number to call Speaker McCarthy, 202-224-3121. Many novice gold and silver buyers make fatal mistakes when buying precious metals for the first time. Mistakes made because of dealer gimmicks and scams. Dennis Prager here for Amfed Coin and Bullion. My choice, and it really is, for buying precious metals. Numerous precious metal dealers are capitalizing on the demand for gold by selling inexperienced investors collectible coins with outrageous markups. One company charges as much as $18,000 for collectible coins that are only worth about $5,500 in the open market. It's an example of the honesty of Amfed. Other dealers tell falsehoods about government gold confiscation or regulation of gold prices at Amfed Coin and Bullion. They keep things simple and transparent so you'll understand what you own. 
and its true value. If you're thinking of buying or have already purchased and want a second opinion, call Nick Grovich, the man I trust, and his team at Amfed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. Receive a complimentary coin performance review, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. Guys, I'm honored to be joined or to have with me Kyle Serafin, former FBI agent turned whistleblower, and now I think he's doing the Lord's work in different avenues, which we'll tell you about shortly. Kyle Serafin, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Thanks so much, Carl. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Listen, Kyle, I got to ask you this. I was just sitting here thinking, you know, the questions, what are the questions that I should ask Kyle? I was thinking this early this morning, and uh, obviously some of them will be obvious, but I I, want to start here. Did it ever occur to you in a million years that you might be doing a greater service for the United States of America? You might be a bigger hero, if you will. For becoming a whistleblower as opposed to working for the FBI? No. Uh, short answer is no. And and I guess the, the, the really difficult thing for me is, is I, I don't see what I'm doing as heroic. I actually think it's sort of sad. It's sad because doing the thing that you said you would do for the reasons you said you would do it should not be heroic. That should be the standard. And when that can, is considered exceptional, then we're in a really rough patch. And uh, I think everyone sort of instinctively knows that. But that for me actually is more of a sadness than sort of a moment of pride. There's certainly no pride in, in just doing what I said I would do and looking out for my kids and trying to be the dad that they can look up to and know that uh, when something was wrong, then I said something about it. That was really all it came down to. Man, let, let me ask you this, Kyle. Are, are, you, the, are you the norm in, in, the, in the FBI? Let me, let, me ask in this, let me ask in this way. There's a lot of people that have said the rank and file, the rank and file, they're good. The rank and file, they're all good. Uh, it's the leadership that we have to be concerned about. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not sold on that whatsoever. Uh, but, but I'd love to hear your take on that. So I'm not unique in the way that I think, um, but I'm not the standard either. The, the FBI is not a monolith, and I think it would be wrong for people to look at it and say like everybody does this, everyone looks like this. Diverse educational backgrounds. Everybody comes from a different part of the country. Everybody comes with their own unique experience. Some agents start with 25 years uh, under their belt in their life, and they've got three years worth of work experience. And, you know, that could have been working at a YMCA for all I know. We had a guy who was a, like an unarmed security guard at the Detroit Zoo that was in my class. Mm-hmm. And then there you know, guys that have got 35 years under their belt and, and, you know, women who have been prosecutors and have gone out there and worked in the criminal justice system. And guys like my buddy Garrett, who have served in combat and my buddy Steve Friend, who have been out there and been local police officers and so on. So there's a lot of different types of backgrounds that come into it. Some people were academic. Some people um, came out of the attorney background. Some are CPAs, like my friend Phil. So there's a lot of different types of people that make up the FBI. Um, many of them used to share the same sort of uh, instincts about what it should be. And uh, unfortunately, those that sort of have that are now kind of a dying era. And we're getting more young people that are willing to just do what they're told, which is incredibly dangerous and scary. Okay. All right. So that should we, let, let me ask you that. Uh, let me ask you this then just following up with what you just said, uh, we're getting uh, what I presume to be uh, social justice warriors that are, uh, that are being hired into the FBI at this point. Do you think that we can save the FBI? Candidly, I don't think so. And that's a, a hard thing for a lot of people that are former agents to understand and to, to grasp because it's not their FBI, their FBI died. 
And I don't know when it died. It died somewhere between, you know, 2001 and 2015, I would imagine. And it became something else. When it stopped being a law enforcement agency first, and that happened under Director Mueller, and became an intelligence agency as a primary focus, they just happened to also have law enforcement powers. Then it was kind of on this inevitable crash course into secret police work. And, and that's when you can use intelligence tools, national security tools. Trust me, I, uh, you know, because I can't tell you kind of tools. Uh, you know, we won't give you the information, but it's really good and you have to believe us. And they go and trample over First Amendment and Second Amendment liberties and things like that. Then you're in a really terrifying time. But it's hard for people to catch up with that, especially people that left the bureau and saw it that it was on the way out. They literally resigned for the reasons or they retired for the reasons that I'm talking about, but they just don't see how far gone it is. And it is very far gone. Oh, man, that is a that is a sobering thought. But I believe you're being I absolutely believe that you're being honest with with us. That's the way that I see it. However, I'm on the outside looking in. You were on the inside. And again, I'm speaking to Kyle Serafin. Kyle, before uh, we we're going to have you for this block and part of the next block, if you would just let people know where they can go to find you uh, and to help you out uh, wherever you are online. Where do people go to find you? I want to make sure we get that in. Yeah, I maintain the same uh, handle on everything. It's at Kyle Serafin. My last name is spelled S-E-R-A-P-H-I-N. And I'm on True Social. I'm on Twitter. I've got a YouTube channel that we're just going to start using again. And I do a Rumble podcast uh, three times a week. And today we talked about almost exactly this thing. It's good men doing nothing in the face of evil and how you end up with things like the Reserve Police Battalion 101, which was a group of you know regular men, ordinary men, as the book is titled, who went out there and started killing people in the Holocaust because they were ordered to. And I, and I fear that that is a lot of the playbook that we're seeing going down. So we, you know, I, this is kind of the message if people want to hear it. And I've got inside info on the FBI that I'm willing to share every day I can. And I do it publicly and there's no subscription required. It's just, I think it's America's information. I, I got to tell you this. And, and uh, a lot of people at Salem, hopefully, listen, I've listened to you. I've listened to Dan Bongino. Uh, let me, let me just say this. There there is no one that breaks this stuff down. I love hearing you guys together. You guys have been together a couple of times, but I have to admit, you, there's no one that breaks this stuff down because of your expertise, because of your knowledge, because uh, you, obviously you guys have been in, uh, on the uh, inside. Dan Bungino with the Secret Service, you with the FBI. Uh, so uh, excellent work that you're doing. I appreciate uh, what you're doing. Uh, what you're doing today. Let me, I would be remiss, Kyle, if I didn't get your opinion on what's happening with Donald Trump. I believe it's happening to all of us. An interference in the 2016 election, 2020 and 2024. Um, let me get your take on this latest indictment, which right now uh, seems to be the most damning, according to many attorneys, frankly, that I've listened to over the weekend. Yeah, the, the dangerous thing about this indictment is, is even if it holds water and even if it fits the minutia of the statute, which is 18 U.S.C. 793 Section E, it's the last line in Section E. And this is a multi-page law. And we only have the last really sort of phrase in Section E is the, is the piece that's, um, that is coming to bear. Even if it is correct, the danger is, is that we've spent seven years where they've identified a man and now they are going to find the crime. And the FBI didn't used to do that historically. What they did was identify that there was a crime and then they would try to determine who did it. And we're totally backwards and upside down. So if you investigate anybody for six, seven, eight years like this, um, you eventually may find somebody that has crossed the threshold. But you're going to have to believe that Donald Trump did this with intent, that the uh, that the General Service Administration, which packed all the boxes and moved them down to Miralago, that he somehow knew what was in every box, that he knew what he was being ordered to move around, that his body man had evidence and, and knew exactly what was in each box and that they were specifically trying to frustrate the DOJ's efforts, even though they'd already been sort of compliant. 
And then you've got problems with like things like Steve D'Antuano, who used to run the Washington field office and authorize the Miralago raid. You know, he objected to going down there in that way by using Washington field office personnel to go down to the Miami area when they could have had Miami agents do it. And the last thing is that they didn't seek consent and there's a very good chance that they would have done this. So, you know, there were a lot of policies or, or best practices that were ignored. And a lot of that I think is because they have this get Donald Trump attitude. And we can see that from the illegal FISAs all the way up to this, you know, potentially potentially actually damning indictment. But uh, man, it, it really looks bad when you do it for years. We're speaking to Kyle Serafin. He's going to be back on the next block. Stay tuned. Uh, this is absolutely fascinating. I love it. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm speaking to former FBI agent, former whistleblower Kyle Serafin. You can find him at uh, all things uh, at Kyle Serafin. Uh, he's got uh, his YouTube channel, a podcast, which he runs three days a week. You can find him on Twitter online at Kyle Serafin. You spell his na- last name S-E-R-A-P-H-I-N. Uh, Kyle, we were speaking before the break and actually – Good Lord, during the break, uh, he, he dropped what I thought was an absolute bomb, at least in my at least in my opinion. You may not think the same or you may. So we'll hear that shortly. But you were speaking before the break, Kyle, on on Donald Trump and this indictment, the latest indictment against Donald Trump. And you spoke of all of the things that would have to uh, take place in order. Uh, it, it just it's nonsensical in a sense. You would have to expect that Donald Trump knew exactly every paper uh, that was being uh, that was being handled for him, so on, et cetera. If you would just wrap up that point and then I want to go to the question that I asked you, frankly, during the break. Sure. So it looks like 31 counts of that indictment are about handling classified information that they're going to refer to as national defense information because they don't need it to be classified. They just need it to be fitting the statute. Um, and and it's, you know, it's very possible that he had a conversation that he should not have been having in a way that he shouldn't have been having it, that it could have been recorded. And all these things are, you know, that's kind of what the indictment says is that he was recorded saying that uh, Donald Trump has always been kind of a guy that brags and is taken out of context. So I think that has to play into it. And then the credibility that he was the former president. I don't know how many former presidents have conversations like that, but I don't know how many people are dealing with former presidents and recording every word that they say in hopes that they can trap him in uh, in something. And he doesn't give him, do himself any favors in that case. But at the same time, you have to have the belief that every single thing that was going on was with his knowledge, with his intent, and that he intended to injure America, which I think is really difficult to say. And then that he wouldn't have surrendered this stuff, given the opportunity to, if they uh, they asked for consent to come into Miralago. And they didn't give him that chance, it sounds like. So it's it's troubling. Let me let me ask this. I, I just want to reiterate. Uh, Sean McConnell was was asking me, uh, but I, I want to reiterate. You don't think that the FBI can be can be saved? Correct. That doesn't mean that they're going to dismantle it. I don't think there's political will to do that. Um, there's a half measure which would be maybe appropriate, which is getting rid of the uh, the intelligence mission that it has, the domestic intel mission, which was uh, picked up under Director Mueller after 9/11. And, and that would be at least a good step in the right direction. I don't think they'll do that either, to be fair. I don't think that there's a political will in the Republican Party to go after it. So at the very least, let's do baby steps. They need to stop renewing uh, FISA Section 702. These are concrete things that people can go to their Congress people about. It needs to stop. It's a dangerous tool. It's only used to reverse target Americans. It is explicitly used to uh, violate federal law. That's the way the statute is written up. And it's used like that every single day. I got training on it after I had watched people use the tool. I had a uh, discussion with my buddy who was on the surveillance team who worked on a different counterintelligence squad. And I said, does anybody use that tool correctly? And he goes, no. And I said, is that pretty well known? And he did it for four years. And he looked around and he goes, no, there's just, there's no way that tool can be used legally. 
it can only be used to target Americans because at heart, FBI agents are criminal investigators. They're looking for a crime and you can't use that tool that way. It's not what it's for. And it just doesn't belong in the FBI's uh, arsenal. Man, that is I mean, that is so damning. Okay, Kyle. So I asked you asked you this during the break, and my jaw dropped. And I I asked you the I asked you the question like what what was the what was the pivot point after you joined the FBI where you where you were like okay uh, things have just gone crazy. This isn't the FBI that I thought that I joined. And your answer to that is the first day. Yeah. So I I came Unreal. out of a military. Um, I spent some time working in the civilian service as a paramedic and I worked in a hospital and uh, and then I, I joined the FBI in 2016. And from all accounts by the people that I, I know that are now retired or guys that were very senior when I was working uh, early on, you know, the, the bureau pivoted dramatically from 2001 to 2015, maybe 2016. And so by the time I showed up at a field office at the end of 2016, it was already directly involved in the things that, you know, that people are concerned about today. They just didn't know it. And my first day, I walk in, you know, it was a Sunday. It was at the FBI Academy. And I expected, I wore a, a suit knowing that I might have to do some PT in it and I might get smoked. And this was going to be an elite organization of people like the guys that I had tried to, you know, be a part of in the in the military. And then sure enough, you you uh, walk in there and there's like some heavy set gal who hands you a folder. And, uh, you know, she says, we'll see you in a couple hours for lunch. And uh, thanks for coming to the FBI and welcome to the Bureau. And you go like, this is... Well, that's not what I expected. And then they spent a week wow. kind of just talking to everybody real gently and nicely. And here's how all your benefits work. And and then I spent, uh, you know, the entire FBI Academy wondering if this was going to change. We did a, a thing that was based on uh, essentially organized crime, like a, pri- a trial run into an organized crime investigation. Kyle, let me, has- Kyle let, hold on for just a sec. Let me ask you this, because we only have 20 seconds before the break. Can you stay on a little longer or do you need to go? No, I'm good. We'll stick around. Okay. All right. Let's let's do that because I don't want to cut you short here. I want you guys to hear this. Kyle Serafin, uh, we'll, we'll be back with more. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free offer with promo code Prager. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listeners square to the buy one, get one free offer. Enter promo code Prager or call 800-761-6302 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. Callers, I see you out there. Don't go anywhere. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I didn't intend to go this long with Kyle Serafin, but he's been a great guest, and I'm thankful that he's willing to give us more of his time. We've been talking about 
all things FBI and DOJ, including the latest on the indictment on former President uh, Donald Trump. I, I, you know, a, a lot of people have said that uh, we have crossed the Rubicon. Frankly, I thought we crossed the Rubicon long ago. I thought this was inevitable. But certainly this is a biggie. This is stuff, in my opinion, uh, that you would see in Vladimir Putin's Russia, not here in the United States of America. Guys, I just want to remind you to please go to DennisPrager.com to check out his columns there. You can go to PragerTopia.com to get uh, to check out his shows uninterrupted, without commercials. Also, obviously, PragerU.com. Make sure you don't pay for your kid's college unless they are willing to sit down and watch some PragerU videos. And I mean that with all sincerity. Uh, guys, I'm going to do part of the show today breaking down something I know Dennis Prager uh, talked about with you guys, but I'm going to put my own uh, ghetto fabulous spin on it, on that. And that is Judeo-Christian values. What are they? Why do they matter? I contend they are the antidote to communism. So we will get into that. But I want to go back to my guest, Kyle Serafin. Thank you so much for spending more time with us here on the Dennis Prager show. Uh, Kyle, I really do, uh, really do appreciate it, man. A lot of the stuff you say, I, I, Honestly, I'm just really concerned with where the country is. I'll be frank. I'm scared of the FBI at this point. I feel like they should be totally dismantled. Uh, as you mentioned, it seems to me that the mission under Robert Mueller and after 9-11 completely changed. Uh, now they're working, you know, counterintelligence and all of this kind of stuff. Uh, and, and it just doesn't seem like the agency. Uh, it doesn't seem like the agency that it was. And, and, and you said before the break that you knew on day one that it wasn't what you expected it was. If you want to finish up on what you were saying here, Kyle, or if you would. I'll just, yeah. I'll just give your listeners kind of a, a, a picture. Imagine you've got a class full of people that are former SWAT team commanders that have spent, you know, a decade in law enforcement. you got guys that were special operators have gone down range. You have people from different elite institutions. They've gone to, uh, you've got uh, former prosecutors, people who work for the CIA and the intelligence community and so on. They come together and they think that they are joining this elite organization that we all saw as the FBI. I mean, I grew up with like the X-Files. That's what I remember it as. So I was looking right, to be, right. you know, Fox of the world. If there was an X-Files, I would have been assigned to him because I didn't make any friends by, by speaking what I did. <laughs> <laughs> consider, consider this of all the storied cases the fbi has done and they've taken down the mob in new york you know and they used to do that right. in a big way gone after the big gangsters the dillinger gang and so on i mean going back into the 30s all the great cases the fbi had we had a block of instruction that was that was called uh, transnational organized crime which is organized crime that's the mob and we were going to go and do a sample investigation where we practiced it and we did some intelligence assessments and so on and then we kind of lined out and we did this fake case and you think, what of the, all the great cases of the FBI would we do as our sort of mocked up version of that case? And I'm going to tell you, this is where it all falls really flat. Because we investigated, I put that in air quotes, we investigated the Springfield Mafia from The Simpsons. So they took a bunch of these people what? that I just described and had them do an investigation, a fake investigation, into a cartoon to show us how to recruit sources how you would go and do an assessment into how to you know, get a, a list of people that might be possible informants, what sort of legal tools you would use. And they used a cartoon. Oh. And that doesn't explain to you how unserious this organization is and also how dangerous it is, then, um, then nothing will. All right, so Kyle, my first reaction, <laughs> my first reaction is this can't be real. Are, I mean, are you for real? I, I know you're for real, but I, I, I can't believe you're saying what you're saying. This is, this is insane. I don't even know what to say. I really don't even know what to say. 
Yeah, that was our response as well. You had a couple of profanities in there in the hallways, and, and that was the exact <laughs> <laughs> then you get it. You got it down bad. I'm speaking to Kyle. I'm speaking to Kyle Seraphin. Kyle, how do people address you now? I, I've been sitting here, former FBI agent, former whistleblower. Is it just Kyle Seraphin? How, how do you want people to view you nowadays? Yeah, I'm just Kyle. I'm just a regular guy. I've always been a regular guy. I thought I was a regular guy doing a job to catch bad guys, and it turned out uh, I ended up being a guy who said no thank you to a vaccine mandate, and I'd like to have my religious liberties, please. And also, I was a guy who said, uh, I'm not going to test for COVID every 72 hours because I'm a paramedic with a top secret clearance. How about you just trust me? And uh, and that is too much for the current FBI. you got to bend the knee. So just Kyle is good. People write to me all the time and they send me things on my Twitter DMs. They, you know, it's just Kyle. Man, listen, I, I, Kyle, I know that you don't consider yourself a hero, but I just want to say that what you're doing, in my opinion, I, I think you're doing God's work. And what you're doing is so big. I think it's bigger perhaps, than the mission that you may have ever expected God would give you. Uh, but I think you have a, a, a tremendous, uh, you know, I think you have a tremendous platform, and I pray that your platform grows ginormous uh, so that more people can hear from you. Uh, Kyle, let me ask you this. Has the, I, I've been saying that the GOP, they need to, at the ver- very least, impeach, uh, impeach Merrick Garland. We only, we have about a minute and a half or so left. What's your take on that? And let me ask you this. Has the GOP, the leadership, reached out to you as to how they can either modify or dismantle the FBI? Is anybody calling you for information like that? Not really. I've given some uh, some credible ideas, I think. I've also given them some actionable information. We gave them the, uh, the memo showing that they were going after uh, parents at school boards. That was an indication on my end that the attorney general had committed perjury in front of Congress. I think that's actionable. We've showed that the FBI director has misused the jet, which he's been flying around in on his personal time and, and probably cost the taxpayers about $2 million, uh, somewhere between 600000 wow. and two million, based on estimates. So those are actionable, impeachable items. And they've taken down people like attorney generals, and they've taken down people like FBI directors with that kind of stuff before. All I can do is give them the ammo. If they don't want to shoot it, that's their business. You know, if they don't want to send that arrow down range, that's their business as well. But, uh, they, you know, my, myself and my friends, we continue to just load it up the quiver and uh, we'll see if anything happens. I, I'm not super faithful of it, but God's plan is uh, far more interesting and far more intricate than any of our plans could ever be. Man, all right. It's a it's a great answer, but it's also uh, it's, it's just disheartening. We put these people in office. Uh, and and uh, what's happening to Donald Trump, in my opinion, is is an absolute uh, travesty. And I think it's happening to all of us, frankly, regardless of how you might feel in the listening audience against uh, about uh, the former president. What's happening to this country should not be happening. And Kyle Serafin, I just got to thank you for uh, being a uh, being a beacon, being a being a shining light, if you will, on a hill. And I appreciate everything you do. I know you don't consider yourself a hero. I do. Uh, So I just want to say that to you. God bless you, man. And you'll be on my podcast tomorrow. So I look forward to that. Yeah, that'll be fun. I look forward to it as well. Thanks so much, Carl. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call into the studio, one 8 Prager 776 again that number 
1-8 Prager 776. We've got a lot of area to cover. I want to, for the most part, stick with this topic. Uh, this is a big deal. Obviously, it's unprecedented what we see happening in America today, but I also want to take a trip down memory lane. Uh, I know that a lot of people are saying that this crosses the Rubicon. And of course, obviously, uh, this is uh, the closest thing that has gotten us to a banana republic. But the left has been working on this stuff all along. And we've done little about it, frankly, in the conservative movement, uh, especially uh, people of faith. I'm saddened to say that, but it is time for us to fight back. I would suggest that one of the ways in which you can do that is to call Speaker Kevin McCarthy at 202-224-3121-202-224-3121 and let your voice be heard. Don't be a jerk. Don't be annoying. But be matter of fact. Be concise. Be clear. And let them know that it is time to impeach Merrick Garland. At the very least, this is what they owe us. This is a man that has absolutely weaponized the DOJ against American citizens. They are intentionally targeting American citizens and American citizens that don't think like leftists in particular. And this has to stop. We cannot have a country. We cannot have fair elections if we have a DOJ that is absolutely corrupt. And it has to stop. Speaker McCarthy's number, 202 224 3121 guys we have, we have got it's got to be all hands on deck if we if we stand a chance of winning in 2024 frankly i don't care what the polls say all that's going to matter is that you get you, you got to get out and vote and you got to do even more as my buddies the american adversary, adversary say you got to do that plus 1 so whatever you do you got to do plus one, add on to it. Uh, you're going to have to become activists in order to win the nomination for us to win. I'm sorry, the White House in 2024, whether that nominee is Trump, whether it's DeSantis, someone else. Uh, listen, it is going to be an uphill battle uh, because it is going to be an election that is that is largely going to be fought in some of these swing states, Arizona, uh, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Wisconsin, you name it. That's where the battle is really going to be fought, and it's going to be a ball- uh, It's going to be a battle of ballots. It is going to be a battle of ballots. I think there's some states where we're safer than we were before. Thank God for Governor Ron DeSantis. I think we're safer in Florida than we were before. He's flipped it from a purple state to a red state. We're safer in places like Ohio, of all places. I think Trump helped flip that and turn that red. Uh, But we have some work to do in places like Pennsylvania. Obviously, it's become a ballot hustle. And this stuff is going to be important. So wherever uh, you can get in, wherever you can add your gifts... I want you to do that and make sure that you get involved. But one of the things that we have to do is we have to make sure that there's rule of law, that there is law and order in the United States of America, or we absolutely have nothing. We absolutely have nothing. So that's why I implore you to give a call to Speaker McCarthy at 202-224-3121, We've got a lot to talk about. I want to get to uh, eventually uh, autopsies show that 61% more COVID vax heart deaths are then recorded in the South Korean injury registry. Uh, folks, if you have some young people out there that are still contemplating or being forced to get a vaccine, don't do it. Uh, the word is at the White House, I read this on the tip sheet today, that uh, at the White House, some of the uh, collegiate athletes that are going to be coming uh 
to the White House to celebrate their victories and, uh, and and all this kind of stuff and, you know, get the accolades from the president and the first lady. Uh, those that are unvaccinated are going to have to mask up. Uh, they're going to have to kind of set to the side. They're still playing this game when all of this stuff has been blown up. Literally everything they told to you about COVID was a complete. And when I say they, let me clarify. I mean, the CDC, I mean, the NIH. I mean, all of these organizations, these bureaucracies that claim to have our best interests at heart absolutely lied to us. And when they knew they were lying to us, they continued to lie to us. When they knew that the that their evidence, that their ideas, none of their ideas worked, it didn't matter. It was complete CYA and control at that point in time. And they used the COVID vaccine or that I'm sorry, they used COVID and they used the vaccine to impose their will on you. And all of these people need to pay a price. We can never forget that stuff. So I'll get to that story of what they're finding in South Korea, because I guarantee you they're being honest in South Korea. I'm not so sure that the Biden administration and the bureaucracies that work under his behest will be honest to you as Americans. So I want to talk about I want to talk about that story. But I have to go back to this Merrick Garland. We have to impeach this guy. It's got to be the focus for the Republican Party. You have to impeach this guy. If you don't have the courage to go after Biden, and I understand in an election year, a lot of people are in election cycle, I should say. A lot of Republicans get wobbly knees. But guys, it's up to you to do the right thing. It's up to you to do the right thing. The Bible tells us to do the right thing and your feelings will follow. Do the right thing and your feelings will follow. If you do the right thing, I'm sure some of you that don't have a spine will grow one. Because it's important that we do the right thing. We cannot have the United States of America without the rule of law. Garland, the head of the DOJ, is now seeking prison time for a former president. You can't tell me that isn't Vladimir Putin stuff. I had a caller that called in earlier. He dropped off of the phone. But he said all presidents are to be held accountable or should be held accountable. Uh, I'm glad he said that because I got some stuff for you behind. I'm going to share you some of the uh, share with you some of the dirt that Obama did. Obviously, we know that the news broke that Trump would be indicted. Ironically, it was weird. What day did that come down? Was that Thursday? Was that the same day that we were finding out uh, about the corruption of the Biden administration, that there's actual evidence that Joe Biden accepted a $10 million bribe, $5 million for the big guy, $5 million for his son, in, in exchange for foreign policy decisions for Ukraine? Is that the same day that the news broke about Trump? Yeah, I agree with that caller that called in. Unfortunately, he didn't stay on the line that we need to hold people accountable. So I want to make sure that we hold I want to make sure that we hold Joe Biden accountable. But I say we can start with Merrick Garland. I think we need to get rid of and impeach all of these people, as many people as possible that are in his cabinet. It is insane. Just a reminder. Again, I spoke about this earlier. But if you are a if you voted for Donald Trump, or if you're just a conservative and you have Judeo-Christian, if you subscribe to a Judeo-Christian value system, if you actually like the Constitution instead of, uh, you know, instead of wanting to transform America, instead of hating it, uh, then you are a domestic terrorist in the eyes of some of these leftists, particularly when it comes to the DOJ. This is a man, again, that allowed protesters to 
to hover around Supreme Court Justice's house. One guy attempting to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh did absolutely nothing about it. This is a guy that went after Mark Houck and pro-life activists like Mark Houck, pointed a gun in front of, you know, had long guns pointed on him with his seven kids standing there and his wife. Yet those that will vandalize pro-life centers Pregnancy centers, uh, you know, crickets. When it comes to BLM and Antifa, beat up, kill as many people as you want, you know, in the name of social justice, destroy property, that doesn't matter. Destroy people's neighborhoods, you know, black and minority neighborhoods where property values will go down. Ah, that doesn't matter. All in, all in the name of justice. All in the name of justice. But if you have the audacity to vote for Donald Trump, oh, you're a domestic terrorist. No, impeach this guy today, GOP. What are you waiting? All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call into the program, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. I want to take you uh, to a trip down memory lane. Before I do that, I do want to talk to you about the Dennis and Julie podcast. Uh, You can check it out every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, if I recall correctly. Well, um, uh, Dennis and Julie, the last time they had the tangent hour, Dennis and Julie were all over the place. The topics included the differences between parenting and grandparenting. It can be a second opportunity. Perhaps they are not happy with uh, the way their children turned out. Parents who are fulfilled with each other don't make their children the center of their universe. Uh, it is a burden for children if their parents try to live through them uh, and more. So you can check that out at the Dennis and Julie podcast. Something versus nothing comes out today on the Dennis and Julie podcast. So that airs or that comes out today, the Dennis and Julie podcast, something versus nothing. So, man, that sounds like a really good topic. So I'll look forward to hearing that. Uh, I guess before I go on, let me do this. Let me go to uh, Granada Hills. Let me go to Maria. She's been waiting patiently before I move on. I want to take you uh, down a trip uh, or, or to a trip down memory lane with some of the Obama scandals uh, and talk about some of the Biden scandals as well. Uh, if we're talking about accountability, I want to hold these people accountable. I would love that. A caller called in earlier. Uh, he didn't stay on the lines for whatever reason. I'm assuming he just had to go. Uh, so, you know, that's fine. But yes, yes, we should hold our our leaders accountable. I'm glad that he said that. Uh, so that's what I would like to do. I would like to see some of our leaders. This is why I want the corrupt DOJ head, uh, Merrick Garland, removed that has completely weaponized the DOJ. Uh, he's a disgusting and despicable human being, whether it's rep- retribution for not getting on the Supreme Court or simply because he is a weak feckless man. He needs to go bye-bye. Either way, he's despicable. He's destroying our country. He's destroying the rule of law, and that should be his legacy. Uh, Quite frankly, I hope that's what's on his headstone. He destroyed the rule of law in America. He's a despicable, feckless human human being. He was a weak man. Maybe that one. He was a weak man. Uh, Maybe that's what should be on his headstone. God have mercy on that guy. He is sick. He is twisted. He is a sad excuse of a man. Uh, Let's go to uh, Maria. Maria has been waiting Waiting in Granada Hills. She's from Granada Hills, California. Maria, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Thank you, Carl. Nice to nice to hear from you again. I always like your take on issues. And here Thank we you. go. 
Here we go. <laughs> a long list that you had this very courageous um, uh, FBI whistleblower, Kyle, Kyle Serafin. Can you imagine what that gentleman has gone through? To no. let us know what's going on inside this corrupt FBI, the corruption that our former President Trump warned us about, the swamp, is far and wide and more pervasive than we ever imagined. And here we are, the long, long list of lies, a la Pravda style, the FBI, the DOJ, the Biden administration, and our lovely CDC, who have lied and lied to us all along. And we as the public are expected to believe that these charges brought up against President Trump have any merit again? when they've lied to us over and over and over again. Um, Carl, I am absolutely going to be calling Speaker McCarthy to impeach that feckless Merrick Garland, and we should start this immediately. Uh, I believe that President Trump is the only one that has the power, the fortitude, the know-how, the courage. Okay, he tweets, whatever. But he he is the only man that really has the know-how to take America back to a better place and also uh, deal with these world leaders that are, are, are uh, really attacking America. We're being attacked from the inside and the outside. So that is the point I'd like to make. And your, your amazing guest, hats off to Kyle Serafin for his bravery. Um, there's a lot of people out there in his camp. The only, the only difference I see with some of these whistleblowers like Kyle and, and so forth, our government, as far as we know, have not poisoned or imprisoned people who are uh, exercising their freedom of speech as they do in Russia. Is that next? Uh, well, listen, I, I got to tell you, I think that's happened. I think that's happened with many of the J6 protesters. But, Maria, listen, I appreciate the call. Good call out there. I think that's already happened. Uh, you, you, we're, we're watching videos that are coming out of the January 6th protesters, many of them that were literally allowed into the Capitol building, uh, many of them that greeted police officers. We saw the uh, the what was he called? The the the, the showman uh, that was literally directed around the Capitol building, led to a room where he could go pray. Uh, I, I mean, it absolutely, absolutely insane. So that's that's already happened. And I don't think there's enough upcry when it comes to the J6 protesters. I always revert back to Julie Kelly of American Greatness. She's been doing amazing work on that. So make sure you follow her at Julie Kelly. Uh, she's, she also talks about links to where you can go to donate to help out the families of those that are being held as political prisoners. And I'm not saying that uh, some people didn't create or, or, or commit crimes uh, in the Capitol building where they should uh, where, where, where they should be punished. But I think I think they should face a jury of their peers. And I don't think they have a jury of their peers in Washington, D.C. And for certain, they shouldn't be held as political prisoners, as domestic terrorists, where they have to sit and wait and wait and wait and wait uh, for a judge to decide if they'll even get a bond hearing 18 months afterwards. It's absolutely insane what's happening. So I would argue that we've already seen political prisoners. We are seeing there are some still in jail at this uh, Capitol jail, if you will, in Washington, D.C., 
And they are the J6 protesters. Please never forget those people. Never forget what they did to your citizens, because they'll, they'll, your fellow citizens, because they'll do it to you. And never forget what our leaders did, what our leaders did, I use that term loosely, uh, during the COVID lockdowns. Guys, they want you, you don't even hear about these stories anymore. You don't even hear about them anymore. Uh, and, and this is what concerns me, quite frankly, even from, you know, people from the right. We cannot forget what they did because they will do it again. They will come back with more lockdowns. Like I told you earlier, there's uh, uh, the White House or is going to make people, some collegiate athletes, wear uh, wear masks and absolutely do nothing to stop or did nothing to stop the transmission of COVID. It's all to virtue signal. It's all to punish these athletes that won't succumb to these uh, woke warriors that exist in the White House. You had the White House. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was despicable. It was demoralizing. But there was a, a picture. It was up on Breitbart. I saw it earlier of the American flags over the weekend. And in the middle of the American flag, you had the uh, the LGBTQ barbecue flag along with the trans thing right in the middle of that. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How disgusting. How despicable. They need to rip that flag down right now. This is the United States of America. We never put one group above the other. That White House should be ashamed of themselves. We'll be back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call into the show, 1-8-Prager-776. Again, that number to call into the show, 1-8-Prager-776. I'm trying to look through my phones. There's a couple events that are happening right here in the local area that I wanted to tell you guys about. Uh, Always Armed, which is my favorite arms and ammo dealer here uh, in the Orlando area. For those of you that might be tuning in uh, in this area, they are going to have the author uh, Walt Browning there this Saturday. Uh, he's going to be signing some of his books, his latest in his uh, in in the series of books that he's created. Book five in his series is called Charlie's Requiem uh, Contagion. And uh, you can go check him out. Go meet him. The American Adversaries will be here. I know I heard Christopher Hart talking about it the other day. Uh, So they will be there as well. I'm going to try to make it to the event. I have some things that are going on, but uh, I can't promise that it will be from 11 to 3, if I recall correctly, at Always Armed. So make sure you check that out. If you want to know what it'll be like if we were to 
if, if we were to experience an electromagnetic attack, uh, this is the book series that you want to uh, that you would want to read. Uh, this is a book series that is fiction, uh, but it feels like nonfiction as you read it. So that's what the series is about. Uh, so you'll be able to meet the author, uh, Walt Browning, at Always Armed. Always Armed. He'll be out there this Saturday from 11 to 3. Again, I will try to make an appearance. I cannot guarantee. I know the American adversaries will be out there. You'll be able to check uh, them out. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. And then a caller uh, called in to let us know that there is a better number to reach Speaker McCarthy at. And and uh, I think I memorized it correctly uh, because I looked down and then it was gone. Uh, so caller, please call back in and let us know if I get this number wrong. Uh, but the number is 202-225-4000. Again, 202 202- Two two five four zero zero zero, and let your voice be heard. It is time, guys. I, I, I'm sorry. We are in a uh, we're we're living in scary times. I'm just being frank with you. I'm sick and tired of the arguments from the Republican Party. Well, let's see uh, where the facts take uh, where the facts take us. You heard Kyle Serafin. I mean, he admitted he I think he was he was freaking honest about it. There were things that President Trump may have been doing or saying that, uh, frankly, he probably shouldn't have been doing. Should he go to jail for it? Absolutely not. Would he know what's uh, what's being transferred from the White House? Every single paper. Did he go through them and all this kind? of? No, absolutely not. This is an effort. To go after Trump, this is an effort to go after you. And frankly, it's election interference. We saw election interference in 2016 and in 2020. We're seeing it again in 2024. And frankly, not just on Trump's part. It's not just on Trump's part. We have, I mean, obviously Trump is well known. Everybody knows the guy, right? So we mentioned his name, but it's not just election interference against Trump. It's election interference even against the Democrat Party when you stop and think about it. The Democrat Party has a right to know how corrupt the president of the United States is and Joseph R. Biden accepting bribes. But we don't even hear the story laid out in the news media. The Democrat Party even has a right to know that they have a better candidate and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running for the nominee. They have a right to hear those stories, and all of those stories are being drowned out. So it's election interference. For those of you that are Democrats, you should want to get to the truth of what's happening with Joseph Biden. If you hate Trump, fine. Swell. That's your deal. I don't care, frankly. But you should know the truth about Joseph R. Biden. You should know the truth about his crackhead son. So there's election interference there. There's election interference and other people might want to hear from Tim Scott or Vivek Ramaswamy or Larry Elder. I would like to hear more from Larry Elder. I want to see him get up on the stage. I think he's got a lot of ideas and things that he could talk about in ways in which other candidates can't, frankly. And so those people are being drowned out. That's election interference, too. It's not fair. It's not right. And this is what the left is trying to do. So, frankly, Republicans, don't tell me. Let's see where the fact where where the facts take us. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that you're concerned with blowback and overreach. 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 Are, are you kidding me? The left is destroying the country, and you're worried about overreach. We don't have time for that. We do not have time for that. Either we're going to save this country or we're not. 
We can start by impeaching Merrick Garland. It has to happen, guys. 202-225-4000. Brent, Vincent, Paula, I see you out there. I'll take your calls next. We'll be back with more. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. Your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. Please find me online, all things social media, at the Carl Jackson Show. You can check out my podcast uh, that airs Monday through Friday. Actually, you can check it out anytime, obviously, if you're listening to podcasts, wherever you go to get podcasts. The Carl Jackson Show is where you can find me. Subscribe to our YouTube and Rumble channel, The Carl Jackson Show, on Rumble or YouTube. If you'd like to watch the video, we would sincerely appreciate that. And if you rate and review us, give us a five. That'll help us to move up the charts. More people can hear uh, the show and hopefully get in the fight uh, for freedom. Uh, That's what we aim to do. Uh, So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, you're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm his guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. I just want to take the time uh, at the top of this hour again to thank all of those that allowed me uh, to be here and all the work that goes on behind the scenes. Um, a lot of people don't know this. You think I just come in here and and then I just spew my brilliance and, you know, hey, listen, it doesn't work that way. A lot of people. Well, yeah, it does. I do spew my brilliance. Uh, but a lot of people behind the scenes to help make that happen. Uh, Sean McConnell, that's in my ear. Uh, sometimes he'll give me a hit, uh, 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 breaking news and stuff like that. Keeps me on task and all that kind of good stuff. Gabe Cassiano uh, working the board right here in the studio. AM 950, 94.9 FM. The answer makes making sure uh, the reception doesn't go haywire here. You got Alan Estrin, the producer of the Dennis Prager Show, also also co-founder of Prager U. You got Leslie uh, answering the phones to make sure that some of you cray-cray people don't get through. So we definitely appreciate that because Lord knows uh, I don't want a brain hemorrhage. Uh, so we appreciate Leslie doing that. But there's a lot of people uh, working behind the scenes that do great things uh, to put this show together. And I just want to take the time to thank them. And obviously, I want to thank Dennis Prager and I want to thank Sue because frankly, guys, I joke around and I tease a lot. Uh, but the truth is, I admire Dennis Prager. I love that man with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength, uh, if you will. I think he is the wisest man uh, on on nationally uh, 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 national syndicated radio when it comes to the conservative movement. And I think you should be listening to him. Uh, he, he shares a lot of great insight. I learn from him whenever I listen to him, and I know you do as well. Uh, so I just want to thank him for trusting me behind his microphone because it is a big deal. I don't want to sully his name. I don't ever want to sully his reputation. Uh, And so uh, I I take being behind this microphone seriously. And one of the freedoms that I love about Dennis Prager and and Alan Estrin, uh, right off the bat, when I started filling in, Alan was like, Carl, don't try to be Dennis. And I was like, thank you, because I can't Um, just be you. Uh, and that was absolutely freeing, and, and I absolutely loved it, and I love filling in uh, for Dennis. So, all right, uh, now, I've got so much I want to get to. It, it is insane. Callers, don't go anywhere. Christopher, I'm coming to you next. Penny, I see you out there. If you want to be a part of the conversation, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Uh, we've talked about what a tragedy or travesty it is to see what's happening to President Donald Trump because it's happening, or former President Donald Trump, it's happening happening to you as well. Uh, and listen, I'm, I don't take, I'm not trying to sit here 
and minimize, all right, uh, what's happening with documents. I know that our documents are important. Uh, it's important that they're cared for correctly. Uh, it's important that the ones that uh, President Trump isn't supposed to have be uh, retrieved and all that. I, I, I get all of that stuff. But we have a process in place in which they could handle that. And they were handling that. Uh, they were mediating. There, were, there was mediation between the uh, NARA, they call it basically the National Archives, and former President Donald Trump. They decided to get the FBI involved, the National Archives. But if I recall correctly, that was at the behest of the DOJ. If I recall correctly, hopefully I'm not getting that wrong, but I think I do recall that correctly. I've been arguing that the uh, Merrick Garland needs to be impeached. I think the Republican Party owes us that. That is something that they need to do. We shouldn't be looking for a strong man, whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's uh, whether it's Ron DeSantis, whether it's someone else. Uh, those people work for us. They're in office right now. Why the heck do we have to wait for 2024 to make sure that Republicans that believe differently from Democrats don't wind up in jail and held as political prisoners. And don't sit here and tell me oh, all the chaos that the J6 protesters did insurrection when you can't name one of the people that are sitting in jail today that actually carried a weapon in and really tried to overturn the government. Are you really that silly? Are you really that brainwashed? I, I, it's it's insane. Yet we can watch the streets or, uh, you know, cities across the country being just terrorized by uh, BLM. And by the way, they are losing a lot of money. Uh, thank God, because they're fakes, frauds, frauds and phonies. Uh, but 80 they're, they're I mean, they have lo- lost like 88 percent, 90 percent of their donations. They need to lose all of it. Uh, and their mansions uh, uh, need to be repossessed in Jesus name. <laughs> you know, uh, but that's what I believe. Just uh, complete hucksters is the black community any uh, any better off as a result of blm absolutely not absolutely not even strong arm the black church if you will i shouldn't say strong arm a lot of black church uh, black churches just willingly fell for it threw their hands behind their backs uh you should be ashamed uh but uh, it happened and then you got the antifa warriors out there but the doj didn't seem to care about them much. You know, we watched them straight up batter Andy No on live television, throw concrete shakes at his head. Ah, no DOJ, no DOJ. Uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Vandalizing pregnancy clinics. Ah, no DOJ, uh, no DOJ. Uh, it, it's, it's just it's just scandalous. Uh, so Dar- uh, Merrick Garland needs to go bye bye. Uh, the number to call in 202-224. Uh, is it 202-225? I'm sorry. 5,000. Was the number the uh, the caller gave us two hundred two? Let me make sure that I get that right. Two hundred two 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 five four thousand. Thank you, Sean. Two hundred two 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 five four thousand. Two hundred two 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 five four thousand. Call Speaker McCarthy uh, and tell him it is time to impeach Merrick Garland. I would love for him to impeach Biden. I know they don't have the courage to do that. I'm just being real with you. But we can start with Merrick Garland. There's no reason for us to be terrorized uh, by this feckless, weak man uh, anymore. All right, 202-225-4000. We don't need rallies for that. Uh, we don't need a 2024 election for that. That's something that they should be working on right now. 
makes no sense uh, that they aren't, quite frankly. Now, I was talking to you about taking a trip down memory lane as I have lost my paperwork. We talked about Benghazi. You guys might remember that or you may not because nobody talks about it anymore. Uh, But we talk about the Rubicon being crossed and I get what people are saying. Listen, once you arrest a president, you have reached Banana Republic territory. This is stuff straight out of Stalin's playbook, straight out of Putin's playbook. But I would argue that, listen, guys, this stuff, where do you, this stuff has been leading up to? I, I, I mean, we crossed the Rubicon a long time ago when a sitting president lied about what happened in Benghazi. That was one issue and sent his uh, his sent his U.N. ambassador. I'm sorry, Susan Rice on talk shows, Sunday talk shows to lie about the events and blame it on a video because they didn't want Hillary Clinton's name to be sullied. She was going to carry the torch for Barack Obama. What about the Obama's IRS scandal when the IRS under the leadership of Lois Lerner conspired to target conservatives and the Tea Party movement and pro-Israel groups for discriminatory discriminatory treatment in acquiring tax-exempt status so that they could fight against his regime, if you will. But we don't hear about that. You don't hear the name Lois Lerner. You don't hear about the IRS scandal. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, in this this last debt ceiling debacle that we're being told was a great deal, uh, I think the left gets to get still over 80,000 new IRS agents. I know the pay won't go out right away. We'll have an omnibus spending bill, but the same stuff will continue to happen uh, because Republicans like getting rolled over, getting very small, minute wins that always seem to favor the left and saying, hey, let's pat ourselves on the back. And Republicans, you can feel good about yourself because we got a small victory. Meanwhile, the country still is steamrolling leftwards. Absolutely insane. Don't forget about uh, the then Attorney General Eric Holder. You guys might remember Attorney General or former Attorney General Eric Holder. Yeah, he and his homeboy, the president at the time, Barack Obama, were running a gun running scheme. You guys might remember that. It was called Operation Fast and Furious. Nobody talks about it anymore, but uh, uh, but we're taking a trip down memory lane. So Operation Fast and Furious, where Eric Holder and his homeboy, the president of the United States, Barack Obama, were illegally running guns across the freaking border of the United States of America. One of our border agents gets killed. His name is Brian Terry, by the way. He was murdered and what was the goal to undermine the Second Amendment? Because the sitting president of the United States at the time and his corrupt attorney general, man, they've got another corrupt one. It's so weird. But his corrupt attorney general at the time, Eric Holder, participated in this gun running scheme to undermine the Second Amendment. And they wanted to take your guns away by pretending like American guns were going all over the place and killing people all over the world. And I'm just getting started. We'll be back. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager, 776-1-8-Prager. 776. I'm taking a trip down memory lane to show you where all of the corruption uh, started under the Obama administration. And yet uh, the Republican Party did hardly anything at all uh, to stop the onslaught of our of our country being totally transformed. And And in order to complete the transformation, I mean, you have this cultural Marxism running amok. And of course, 
what they have to do is jail former President Donald Trump, and they will attempt to do just that. So I've been talking to you. The late, the last thing I talked to you about was Fast and Furious, and that was a gun-running scheme put on by the former president, then Barack Obama and Eric Holder, in order to undermine the Second Amendment, and they were using guns that were being shipped uh, from U.S. markets, or the U.S. market, if you will, sending them over the border in hopes. Listen to how sick and evil and twisted these people you, you sending those guns across the border in hopes that people like the Mexican cartel, which they did uh, to, to murder uh, Border Patrol agent Brian Terry at the time, would be used. And then we would find these guns with American serial numbers on these guns and therefore use that as a way to undermine the Second Amendment. That's how sick, evil and twisted Barack Obama is. And so is Eric Holder. Do you understand? Any means necessary. Any means necessary. They also went after James Rosen. Uh, they were calling, if you will, or uh, Associated uh, Press reporters, tracking their phone records and all of that kind of good stuff. No talks about that. And then you got Obamacare. For God's sakes, I don't even I, I, I don't even hear Republicans mention Obamacare. It's almost as if they like it. Or maybe they don't understand how difficult it is to live under the weight of Obamacare when you got a cush behind, uh, you know, medical insurance when you're in Washington, D.C. That might be it. They don't realize that people get sick 12 months out of the year, uh, but you can only apply for Obamacare in a very small, you know, portion of time or during a very small portion of time. It's amazing how the government gets to control even when you're sick, when you're allowed to get health care and what used to be a country that had the greatest health care system in the world. Now you have a bunch of doctors and nurses quitting like nobody's business because they become paper pushers. It's insane. It's insane. We were told that our premiums would go down an average of twenty five hundred dollars per month for a family of four. Oh, no, they skyrocketed. They absolutely skyrocketed. And now you have you can see signs when I drive around right now and rolling this and rolling that Obamacare plans. You can't even roll until enroll until later in the year. But for whatever reason, the signs are up right now. And then you had Obama that passed failed to pass cap and trade legislation through Congress. So he just used the EPA to take power away from Congress so he could go on with his man-made global warming hoax and use the EPA and the climate change man-made climate change hoax as a way to take away more power from Americans. And yet we did nothing about that. The Obama administration flagrantly defied a federal court order on his moratorium on offshore drilling when his interior secretary at the time, Ken Salazar, said he would just reimpose the moratorium based on information that wasn't fully developed earlier. It's insane. And I can go on, and perhaps I will. But first, I want to go to your calls, and I still got so much to get to, including ESG, what's happening in South Korea. God knows what's happening here uh, with uh, vaccine-related myocarditis, VRM, as it's known. But we'll get to that shortly. But Christopher has been waiting patiently in Pasadena for quite some time. So, Christopher, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. you got the mic. Hello, Carl. I just want to say they couldn't have found a better person to replace. I mean, not replace, to fill in for Prager. You're awesome. Thank That's you, man. Perfect. Appreciate it. All right. Here's Appreciate my um, comment. I The reason I don't, I'm not worried about Trump is because I think this is all a big scare tactic to switch MAGA 
to turn against Trump and vote a different way. Like for them to say, oh, man, he just keeps getting in trouble and trouble. We got to go for DeSantis or we got to go for uh, somebody else. I think it's just the sway to vote. They can't really arrest Trump. I mean, that would be they would lose so many votes if they did that. They cannot do that. Like, it's just I think it's a scare tactic. And then Trump is always the guy to give the news. Like, that's a little weird, too, because once he gives the news <laughs> on Truth, Truth Social, everybody just goes in the <laughs> You know the thing? And it's always that, to cover something that's going on with Biden. It's a distraction. They're just trying to get you guys riled up so they can put some of you guys in jail if you start tripping. It's all a game, man. Trump is not going to jail. I hope people just relax on this one and just vote Trump and stop worrying about it. He's not going anywhere. They just fire <laughs> you guys up for no reason. All right. Well, I'm listen. Serious, Carl. They're firing you guys up, man. They want to get y'all mad so y'all can do something wrong. Christopher, listen, you make a good point, uh, but I'll somewhat I'll somewhat disagree uh, with you. I think they would arrest Trump quick, fast and in a hurry. And I would also say this. They are. You're right. So, listen, this is uh, this is very important. What Christopher had to say. Do not react. Do not react. That's what the left wants. They want you to react. They want you to get violent. They want you to get crazy. And then they'll can, they can say, see, look at what they're doing. And then what they'll try, they'll try to do is swoop in and they'll take away more of your civil liberties. Uh, so that's exactly yeah. what they're trying to do. There's no doubt about it. It's the same J6 switcheroonie. Uh, so you're absolutely right about that. But I would argue this, Christopher. It's having the opposite effect. And I think they know this. And when I say it's having the opposite effect, the more they go after Trump, the more his supporters feel emboldened, the more his supporters feel like, man, we've got to vote uh, for this guy. And I think they know that. Frankly, I've I frankly, I've even read some people explain that they want Trump to be the guy because they believe that they can Trump. They they believe that they can beat Trump in 2024. Uh, but I say this, as long as you get out to vote, as long as you um, as long as you do, as my buddies, the American adversary adversaries say vote plus one uh, it, no matter who the candidate a candidate is i think we can win it's just going to take some hard work it's going to take a lot of ballot work uh, but i i would slightly disagree with you in that they're actually counting on people getting riled up and you can see it with the national poll numbers you go after trump his numbers his numbers climb but christopher listen i appreciate unless they go ahead go ahead they just say you know unless they have it in a bag and say you know what we can arrest him because we know we're going to cheat and win anyway, so we don't care. And another thing, what's going on with Jamie Foxx, man? What's going on? Oh, 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 I talked about – all right, all right. So let me okay, let me brother, opine let me, on that real quick because we got a short period of time. I think we know what's going on with Jamie Foxx. I, I hope that we're wrong, but the reports are is that he took the jab – he got a, a brain clot, and now he's blind and paralyzed. I talked about this on Officer Tatum's show. I'm going to talk to you more about the vaccines. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's a, that, that's absolutely funny. Uh, but here's the bottom line with whether you're Trump, whether you're DeSantis. Guys, it doesn't matter who the nominee is. We're going to have to fight our butts off in order to win. It's as simple as that. You're not going to be able to just vote and win. You got to vote plus one. You got to do more. You got to go to extra. You you have to go the extra mile. It's as simple as that. We'll be back. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. Welcome back. 
to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Prager. Number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776. I hope you have on your sneakers because it is time for some conservative cardio. Callers, I see you out there. Don't go anywhere. Penny, George, Nancy, Dominique, uh, Penny, I'll be coming to you next. So sit tight there. Uh, But this was a list comprised by David Limbaugh, the brother of the great Rush Limbaugh. And uh, David Limbaugh is great uh, in and of his own uh, right. But uh, just to remind people of how much dirt the Obama administration did, he wrote a book called The Great Destroyer. He wrote another book. I forget the title of. I have it at my bookshelf uh, at home. Uh, But just the things that we had forgotten about that we let slip past. I'm telling you, Obama transformed America like nobody's business. Biden is out and he's completely overt. But I'm telling you, Obama, the Obama administration, the Obama Biden administration set the groundwork, laid the foundation for the fundamental transformation of America. And all Biden is doing is completing Barack Obama's third term and finishing that off. Now, he wants to be patted on the back. He wants to go further left than FDR, than Woodrow Wilson. He wants to be the guy on the left that fundamentally transformed America in its totality. He's working hard to do that. But just think about some of the uh, 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 some of the uh, scandals that I've already mentioned. I'll skip some of them. But think about the Obama Hillary Clinton uh, FISA scandal as well. Uh, all right. We know about that. We know what set up the Russia collusion hoax and all this kind of stuff. Word is that uh, the the uh, Russia collusion hoax isn't just a Hillary, uh, Hillary scandal. But uh, but you had uh, Obama uh, sitting in the room. You had Biden sitting in the room uh, when at one point in time, the then CIA director, I believe it was John Brennan, came in and exposed what Hillary Clinton was doing. They let it go right on. They let it go right on. So Obama knew he I mean, he knew. He let it happen. All right. And then there's the Iran nuclear deal, which was no deal at all. Obama was so desperate for a foreign policy win that he was willing to allow Iran, Iran, uh, the world's uh, premier sponsor of terror, develop nuclear weapons, nuclear weaponry, gave them some cash money as well. And we didn't even have the authority to check things out. The Iran people, the people in the Iranian parliament or whatever it's called out there, didn't even take the Obama administration seriously. The people, the Ayatollah and all these people at the top of the leadership uh, didn't even share it with the the people in the Iranian parliament or what what have you. It was there was never any deal signed or anything like that. But he said it. He continued to lie about it. And the uh, mainstream media covered for him. And then you get this. Um, Remember Obama's federal land grabs, his dismissal of voter intimidation by the new Black Panther Party. He was bullying doctors and insurance companies, constantly stirring the racial pot, talking about if he had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin when everybody knew that he would look like Blake Griffin at the time. His bullying of fact starved attacked on on BP, telling them that uh, they just need to go and plug the damn hole and stuff like that. His appointing stars, his war on Fox News, his scandal at the Department of Veteran Affairs, his Solyndra scandal. And by the way, there's another one. They're building this operation. I forget the name of it in Arizona where they're going to try to produce these batteries and all this kind of stuff for ED, EVs. You're talking about, I think it was like $800 million there. Uh, the Biden administration is about to spend so that 28,000 EVs could allegedly run smoothly. It's insane. It's Solyndra all over again. So that stuff is happening. His targeting of the coal industry 
his shakedown of the banks, his massive redistributing, uh, uh, his massive redistribution scheme disguised as an economic stimulus package. You guys re- may remember that. We're we're talking about Biden's student loan program and giving and giving these college students a freebie, but no one talks about how it was Obama that commandeered the student loan program uh, before him. Before you could get private student loans, uh, colleges could. And where were the Republicans? That's why I'm telling you to make sure that you call Speaker McCarthy. Give him a ring at 202-225-4000. We got to do something. We got to put some work in and tell him it is time to impeach Merrick Garland. This makes no sense. Now, before I get to Prager's 10 and callers, I'll be going to you. The next thing that I want to talk about is ESG. And I also want to talk about what's happening with COVID, what's happening in South Korea. Let me just give you the summary before we go to break. Nearly 200 U.S. college, uh, this is from just the news, colleges still require vaccine um, vaccines against COVID-19 as further research documents the disproportionate risk of post-mRNA vaccination heart problems, particularly in young males who face low risk from SARS-CoV-2 itself. The requirement continue amid research that appears to show adverse events associated with the COVID vaccine altogether. And so I'm going to be talking about that and what we're seeing with these vaccine related myocarditis sudden deaths in South Korea. When we get back, this is Carl Jackson in for the great Dennis Prager. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the daily Dennis Prager podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 